Sarah and Max, an unlikely pair In this wild podcast, they're the perfect flair Sarah's charm, so feminine and free A Cali girl spirit under the podcast tree Max is strong force with a punch in every word Together, they navigate the dating absurd Don't forget to hit subscribe, join the crew For more laughs and tales just for you Now back to the show Guides and Pishin, go ahead <laughs> Does that mean it's recording? It is <laughs> Okay, welcome back everyone to another episode of Good for Shadokhan. <laughs> I'm your host Sarah Levine and I have my co-host Eligible Bachelor, oh, eligible. Max Landisman across from me. So um, today we're going to touch upon the idea of um, the goal for a first date with somebody may have in mind as a goal and what perspectives they want on the first date. And then we're going to also talk about some crazy dating stories. Oh, I'm sure yeah. you have plenty of those. Um, I, I don't think I do. I have a couple that I, that I have in the back of my head, but nothing crazy, crazy. But I guess we'll, we'll see. I mean, I have literally an endless trove of dating stories. I've, well, I've probably gone out anywhere between 500 and 1,000 dates. And 99% of them were one and dones. Is it really between 500 and 1,000 dates? Yeah, there's no there's no way I went on anything less than that. Do you write them down? No. Oh. In fact, if I go out with someone for the first time, we go out and that's pretty much it. I don't even remember their The second I drop them off, I don't even remember their name. Mm. But if I see them, I'll, I'll, I'll recognize them. But a lot of times I'll see someone you know, passing by and I complete, I don't even know that they, they'll say hi. I don't even know their name because mm. I'm just whatever. It's interesting. Sometimes when I'm talking to somebody, I don't know how to place him. And then I'm like, after I'm done talking, I'm like, I think I went out with him. <laughs> so I understand. Yeah. Um, okay. So there just seems to be kind of a, um, a theme, I guess, with a first date, mm -hmm. um, either Shahans talk about, um, what somebody should accomplish on a first date like what are your perspectives that you want to gain from the first date like um do you want to talk about or understand how many kids a person wants or <laughs> how they or like the type of home where you want to live or um do you want to gain more of a perspective of are you attracted to the person can you speak with the person is there an emotional connection a physical connection so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today for me i i hate talking about anything super personal and you know how many kids do you want to have that kind of thing is absolutely insane to talk about on the first date that's my personal opinion um, i know we're going to be talking a lot about cringe dating stories i have so many just on this topic yeah. alone where I just think it's it's ridiculous, but a lot of the time it will it will come up because the girl will ask it, mm -hmm. and it, it's a very for me at least it's a very big turnoff if they start asking about you know where do you see yourself in five it's like an interview mm -hmm. it's like a job interview where do you see yourself in five years um, it just I can already see the minivan whatever it is and it just if you want to turn a guy off any faster mm. it's a great way to do it um i i'm very against it what do you think yeah um i mean it's definitely some people's way of going into their first date like um i know more of the yeshivish 
the yeshivish way of dating is to be more formal on the first date and try to, I guess, ask those types of questions that is more like um, going back and forth, like an interview, um, and kind of just reiterating, I guess, what, what everybody's just seen and heard on the resume or from um, references. But for me, it's, it was more of, um, do you have an emotional connection with the person? Are you having fun? Like, like genuine fun. Do you want, do you want to find out more about the person? Do they want to find out more about you? Do you care about the person? That's what, that's what I would think about on the first date. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I would also say there, there's a way to, I guess, you know, talk about it without talking about it, I guess. For example, you can find, I've learned over the, you know, this past week, that if you ask someone, you know, if you're stranded on a desert island, what are three things you would bring? And shockingly, will actually tell you a ton about mm-hmm. a person. So, for example, not only what they say, but how they say it. Mm-hmm. Like people who are very regimented and just like they can't, they have no outside the box thinking at all. Yeah. They're like, they would be like scrutinizing the rules. Essentially, uh-huh. they're like so focused on. Well, like, do I, like, I mean, we're talking essentials. Or are we talking about? They're just overthinking a very overthinking everything, and yeah. and it's not fun. So you know, you're learning that this person sucks, <laughs> or you're just learning, and they're also that... probably an accountant. <laughs> you're just learning that they have different, yeah. I guess like a little bit about the person without actually asking them personal right. questions. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think I think that's uh, a good way to think about it. It's more of an organic type of meeting and like I, I do feel like sometimes there's um like there's intentions from the shadchan to find out um you have to find out xyz about this person on the first date and then the second date you find out xyz and there's just a formality about it and it doesn't necessarily have to be that way especially if the person like him either a guy or a girl if they need to if they need a different way of thinking of a first date then they don't have to they shouldn't feel like they're doing anything wrong by not talking about like some more intimate details or or anything that becomes personal i remember when i first started uh when i was 21 in the shidduch like the actual formal shidduch oh my gosh, in, in chicago 21 yeah oh my lord you know, it was from me <laughs> and so i remember i think it was the second or third date and the shot like the shotgun was like one of those super like old school traditional talks like five miles an hour i've been in shadokim for 35 years and three of the matches are still happy today oh my god is but that it, how she sounded like they, exactly exactly, exactly mm. the way and so i remember her telling me that on this date you have to list three things that you like about her mm-hmm. and then to my dismay or whatever word you want to use, um, I found out on the date that she told her to also give me three things, tell me it was so awkward and so uncomfortable. It was totally unnecessary. It was like we were both following a script. And I, I even back then, I was just never, you know, I, I was never into scripts and that kind of thing. I was just, you know, I guess at that point in time, I was following, I, I, I was, I was, you know, I didn't rebel against the 
typical shidduchin thing, whatever at the time. Mm-hmm. I kind of followed the rules for that. Didn't last long, but um, they're just stupid. I, I just, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, for me, I haven't really been involved. I don't, I don't like working with a traditional shotgun anyways. What would be like for you and your experience, what would it be that they would kind of bring up that you would, you know, they expect for you to be do on a first date? I think it's more of, can you tolerate the person? That was always what I was told. Even if I, if I didn't want to go out on a second date, I was always asked like, well, can you tolerate him? Do you see yourself like speaking to him like on a day to day? And I was like, sure. Like as a person, as a friend, like, yeah, I can tolerate him. But as a partner or somebody who I would want to be romantically involved in with, I just didn't see myself and it didn't it wasn't because we didn't have like deep conversations about like how many kids we wanted where we wanted to leave to live and like how I wanted to cover my hair it was more that organically it just the chemistry just wasn't there yeah I think it's kind of an oxymoron to even say you know could you tolerate that there's a huge difference between can you tolerate somebody and if you really want to speak to that person, meaning a friend you want to speak to, you you look forward to talking to them. Tolerate someone could be someone you totally despise, but for whatever reason right. you have, to, like, could be a client, could be, you know, uh, whoever, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have to speak with them and you can quote unquote tolerate them. That, in my opinion, is the dumbest thing I, as far as the, if, if you can tell, what is that? What kind yeah. of advice is that? I know it, it's um it's very interesting when they use the word tolerate tolerate because on a day to day for forever is that is that going to be a good I don't know is that a good relationship to tolerate somebody I mean I feel like you'd have to have more of a tolerance with a partner tolerance sounds like it's like you know dealing with a coworker you can tolerate them and you can you know you have yeah. to work together but like this is the biggest decision in your life that you have to live with. Mm-hmm. As long as you can tolerate them. Are you kidding? Right. And then I would also say on my first date, on my first dates, I would always have in the back of my mind reasons to go out again on a second date and reasons to not. Like even if I like if I like the person, I would always have to prepare the shotgun like reasons of why I wanted to go out. And then if I didn't like the person, I would have to prepare for reasons why I didn't want to go out. Um, and then also, if a guy would say yes to going out on a second date, mm-hmm. I would have to also say reasons why I didn't want to go out with him. But this mm-hmm. was all um, while you're just trying to go out on a first date. There's just so much pressure. Yeah. And like so many things that go on in your mind. And sometimes it was hard for me to just focus on the actual person sitting in front of me rather than trying to have this peripheral like... Um, noise about the next date when we haven't even gone through the first date yeah so i thought i i found that very challenging yeah you can tell me if i'm wrong i don't know women at all i don't know what they're thinking or anything of that nature we Um, don't know either max but we're very complicated definitely the what i'm trying to get at is is that if a i mean please correct me if i'm wrong but if a woman doesn't feel safe or she feels pressure or anything of that nature, there is no chance of connecting because if they, if they don't feel comfortable, then 
it's almost as if it's a complete waste to even meet, you know, if there's that amount of pressure from the beginning. I mean, I want to hear your thoughts on that, but from just, my, just like pressure in general from, the, from like what we should be thinking. It could be, it could be that it could be, who is this guy? Like, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know if he's trustworthy. I don't know if, you know, uh, you know, you don't know him from a hole in the wall. Right. So there could be a million different things. Is this guy, could this guy possibly be harmful to me in any way? Or, you know, when you meet someone, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but when you meet someone for the first time, right, even not in the Jewish world, in any world. Right. You just want to feel the person out. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think it's especially hard that if, you know, al along with that, and in addition to, it feels like a job interview, that it doesn't give the person allowance to essentially feel anything or to connect in any way. Right. The Right. The organic connection is kind of deteriorated before it's even started a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I was wondering from your perspective, is that, you know, if that's the case. Mm. I, I do feel like on the first date, um, I would want to go in to see, yeah, am I, am I comfortable with him? Like it, like if just in general, like if I don't feel like I'm in danger or anything and then you, and then I would want to, yeah, find out more about, find out more about him. But I, as a woman, yeah, you do want to feel like you're, you're in a safe environment and you're comfortable. I even, I, I know, um, we could talk about this in a different episode or a different segment, but mm -hmm. I know there's like a couple women when I speak to them, they say that they prefer not to be picked up on a right. first date sure. versus women who think that it has to be done. Like yeah. it is the way that a guy picks you up and there is nothing else to say. Mm -hmm. I personally, I was on the, on the side of, I don't want to be picked up because I really don't know who he is or mm -hmm. what he does. And on the first date, I would just, I would just want to see like, can I talk to this person? Is he personable? You know, do I feel comfortable with him? And then go from there. I would never, I, I just, my brain would never go to immediately on a second date. Do I see him on a second date, third date, or like down the road? Like you have to slow your brain down at, at a certain point or else you just kind of get kind of lost in the sauce. Kind of lost in the sauce. <laughs> As they say. Yes. That's but Shahan would, would, I just felt the pressure that I would have to know the answer to go out again on a second date. Um, without even ending the first date. And then if you do go out on a second date, then you have to have in the back of your mind, okay, well, what about a third date? But you're not even done with your second date. So you're kind of like in this like circle that kind of was a little unsettling. I totally hear that. So, I mean, to, to push that point even further, I would say if, if I'm going out with somebody, you know, especially for the first time, and I don't necessarily want to go out on a second date, um, I don't know if I would, you know, have to think about that the whole time. But if someone, if the matchmaker, if I actually speak to them, which I don't, hmm. um, asks me, why don't you want to go out? I, I feel like I would know right away. Like I can give them a real answer. Right. Right. So, you know, what? So my question is, I guess, to play devil's advocate, why is yeah. it that it almost kills the date from the beginning to, you know, that they put so much pressure on, like, is it because 
whatever you answer is not good enough to them. They just keep pushing you to go out anyways. Or what do you think it is? Yeah, I do feel like the Shalkins have like, they, they have the right answers and the wrong answers for why you want to go out again and, and why you do or don't want to go out again. And mm-hmm. if it, and if, and if you don't come up with a good enough excuse, then you are basically, I felt I was forced to go out on second and third dates because I didn't have a good enough excuse to go out. So what would be like an example of something like that? A bad excuse or a good excuse? Yeah, it's it's, it's like... A bad excuse always would be like, I just really wasn't into... Like, I wasn't feeling it. Like You weren't attracted to him. Either I wasn't romantically... I didn't see myself romantically involved with him, Mm -hmm. or I wouldn't... I didn't like his personality. Those were excuses that were always... I was always told um, looks can grow. Um, Maybe he didn't mean what he said. But the thing is, is like, instead of making an ex, like they would just make excuses in order for me to go out with a guy that I would feel uncomfortable with. Mm -hmm. So it was more things like that would make me feel uncomfortable. It doesn't necessarily have to be like he said mean or mean things to me about me in front of my face. It could have been anything that made me feel uncomfortable, but those were bad excuses excuses of like him not showing up or him not opening the door or not coming to pick me up like those were whoa people just ghosted you they didn't pick you up oh my gosh i thought you were against people picking you up right that's true but if um if a guy let's say we had planned on him picking me up yeah and he picked me up late like how late i'll tell um probably a half hour late that's a lot like a shot the shotgun would be like yeah that's not appropriate but maybe on the second date he'll be he'll be more tentative but like at that point like i don't want to i don't want to go out with somebody who literally it, it when he when this guy specifically picked me up it didn't seem like he um was all that interested was all that Sounds, interested yeah. if he was like stuck in traffic or like had to reschedule for whatever reason sure. personal reasons that's fine but like it just seemed like he kind of didn't make it a priority which was fine so i don't have to go out with him that's right did he even you know call you or message you no that was the thing i i kind of i tried to call him and i texted him and i was like i'm stupid for texting him if he's driving so i called him and he didn't answer so i was like okay whatever like maybe i'm being ghosted but then he ended up coming like i'd say like a half hour late well and he didn't call you he didn't call me no what a douche it's okay it's fine it's okay that you don't have to and I gave him like I did go out with him. I wasn't like, ups- I wasn't like I'm not getting in the car. I'm not going to go out with you. This is ridiculous. I did I give him I got a you. second date. I mean, a second date. I did give him a full date, and, but it just didn't. It just didn't like vibe, and that's okay. But the fact that he was late picking me up, I think the Shalom was more inclined to be like, well, that's just not gentlemanlike. So that makes sense. You don't want to go out on a second date. But if I would tell her like. Yeah, I, I really just didn't see it. Like, personality-wise, I really didn't feel it. I feel like she'd be like, oh, you should go out again. Mm. You know what my, my advice is when someone says uh, they're just not feeling it? I'm like, you should feel harder. I told Max, her, this is a family show. Yeah, I know. I'm just messing. <laughs> I'm just messing. But, I, you know, even, like, the few matches that I've made, it's almost like once they've met for the first time, 
my job is I don't care. I, I, my hands are off. I don't push people to do anything. It's up to them. If someone legitimately really does not want to go out with someone, um, especially it, if it takes time away from that time is very important. Burnout, um, everything else that, that goes involved, gets involved with dating. Um, I don't, you should be forced to go to do anything. If you don't want to go out with them, I definitely agree. I, I definitely agree. If, if you need to have an excuse to go out with somebody or you feel like you have to make excuses to not go out with them, I feel both of those, both of those things are, um, a reason to just kind of give your step back a little bit and see if you actually do want to continue with them. There shouldn't, there's, there there are yes crazy and like stupid reasons to not continue to go out with somebody but if that person feels that those are excuses not to continue then who am i to say like oh just put that aside put your feelings aside and put your deal breakers aside and just continue to go out with them right so you know for you for you like i happen to know you personally and find you to be a very genuine person. If you say yeah. that, you know, I don't want to go out with so-and-so for X, Y, Z reasons, you know, I wouldn't really do a lot of pushback. So, but I'm going to yeah. bring up another case uh-huh. of kind of the opposite where, you know, if someone sets somebody up and they really do give like a real BS response, like a real stupid, I don't want to go out with this person like, because he has, I thought he had blonde hair and he has dirty blonde hair. Or his no, or he's. Uh, I thought he was five eleven and three quarters. He says he's six foot, whatever it is. Um, so therefore, like really stupid reasons. Mm-hmm. Here, this is where I feel the shotgun should really step in, and it's not necessarily forcing them to go out. But if that's the case, the shotgun should stand firm. It's like, all right, I'm just not working with you anymore. Goodbye. Get the hell out. <laughs> that's where they really should take a stand. Uh, you think so like if it's just like like nitpicking a little bit if you're really that that ridiculous like you're that's a stupid reason right Mm. and there are there's some really stupid reasons some people will argue like but that's her deal breaker she wants to you know date somebody who's 5'11 and 3 quarters and he's not or um on the resume, it said that he was a liberal, and then he decided to become conservative. Okay, okay. that's 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 different. Is that different? That's very different. Oh, okay. Well, I've I've gone out with my fair share of liberals who feel that you know if someone just mass shooting a school, um, okay, well, then we'll, that's okay. We'll, we'll Whatever. So okay. in that case, I would argue that yes, that is a big deal. But I, I'm I say- do I do understand what you're saying, where there are some reasons for um, a shadchan or for whoever set them up to kind of give them a little bit of a push and be like, maybe you're not being so open-minded. But honestly, it's not. I don't have an agenda when I send people up. If somebody wants to give like a really ridiculous excuse to not go out with somebody, then they're just gonna miss out on a really good person. Um, okay. This is where my salesmanship comes into play. Yeah. That when someone gives a real BS excuse, what the way my brain works is they're not being truthful with me. There's another underlying reason that's going on. I would even bring up from the beginning. I'm like, do you even want to get married? Do you want to get married? Maybe some people say they do, but maybe they don't. Exactly. You know, it could be a bigger problem. Yeah. It could be they're fighting 
even do they even want to be religious anymore? Right. Who the hell knows? Right. So I think this is where Shad Khanim really need to take a sales course <laughs> in a way. Like I don't want but in It's it, good. No, it's good that you brought that up because I have asked I have asked people do you actually want to get do you want to get married like are you dating to get married or are you dating to just meet um a partner like what are you looking for and a lot of a lot of people within the modern orthodox community have like kind of stepped back when i've asked that question because i don't think a shadchan has actually asked them straight up you know do you are your intentions to be committed to somebody and marry them because it's just it's just a given. Somebody's talking to a shachan. Yeah. It's just a given that they yeah. that they want to get married. Yep. But it they could just be, even going back to the first date perspective, they're just doing what their parents are telling them. They're just doing what the shachan told them, and that's their first date. Their perspective on the first date is just going on a first date, putting on their suit, putting on their best tie, and looking their best and looking their sharpest, and just. Going out on the first date and doing whatever mom and dad and Shachan say. That's right. It's kind of like you're basically a sheep. You just do whatever <laughs> its master says. Sheep are really soft. They are really soft. And so are these people. <laughs> They're soft with no, no, no backbone. backbone. No backbone. <laughs> so why don't, I understand. So why don't you want to go out with this person? And they, they won't even give you an answer. And I'm like, you know, screw. Shachan should say, screw you. Get lost. I'm not working with this person. To Forget be honest, it. I usually, I don't say it to them, but I, in the back of my mind, I'll say, you know what? They're just not ready. I'm not going to set them up or I'm not going to go out of my way to make this person, you know, happy. And, um, yeah, I, I, I just don't, I just don't go out of my way necessarily. Or I'll say to them, I don't, I don't really understand what you want. Maybe get back to me. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even take the call. Oh. If he calls you back oh, okay. or she calls you back. You're, uh, yeah, you stick to your word, Max. It's because these people have been pampered from the beginning and they think they can just walk all over people, you know. But again, it works both ways. It does work both ways. But I, I, I think they're just going through the motion. You just go through the motion. And I can't, you know me, I can't stand that kind of stuff. I know. And, and um, when... When I went on my first date with my now husband, who you set us up, yep. um, he told me on the, his intentions on the first date or the perspective he wanted to gain to going out on a first date with me was just to see if he could have fun. And he you guys spoke about that? Yeah. When did you speak about it? Show me when did we speak about that? We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did speak about it. Probably after that. I think it wasn't on the first date. But I think, like, as we were approaching engagement, like, area, I think he said the, like, the first date, my intent, like, my intentions on the first date, I was just trying to get rid of all the, like, the shidduch pressure. Yeah. All the pressure for what I should be looking for on a first date, talking to her about, like, um, family and hashkafa and the type of house and community. And he was like, I'm just going to make sure that I can have fun with her. And on my first date, I just wanted to see if I, with Shlomi, I just wanted to, you know, see if I could be comfortable around him. Yeah, apparently he gave off very schmuck vibes, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, it's literally like saying Mother Teresa is going shooting. Like He's the sweetest man, but let me tell you, he's very passionate about About sharks. sharks. (laughs) Yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, 
Shlomi. And then Shlomi's like, if she thinks I'm a schmuck, I've got no shot. I've got no shot um, um, at anything. Yeah. But anyways, did you want to um, say, do you have um, crazy cringe dating stories? So I think the, the I think class? I have too many cringe stories. Okay. Just do one right now and then so, I'll do one. By the way, I'm really kind of throwing myself out there because when I say this, I know a girl's reaction and it, it definitely not good for me for sure, but I still think it's hilarious. So it's still worth it. As long as it's good for Shaduchim. <sighs> Shaduchim. <laughs> so as we were talking about, you know, first dates, talking about family and all this, do you, how many kids you want? So with this particular girl who, who I actually, very few people I do really respect. She happens to be one of them. Cause you know, she, she took a lot of my jokes. This was, this, ha this wasn't necessarily the first date. It was the seventh date, but she was taught. We were on the boardwalk. Oh, uh, so you guys were already kind of in it for, for me to be on the seventh date is like, you know, there's a better chance of Mashiach coming, but, <laughs> but we were on a seventh, we were on a seventh date. And so she started, you know, mentioning about, you know, she's, uh, she, she's at the, she's at a point. She really wants to like have a, like start a family like today. You know, and she mm -hmm. was going on about that. And as she was talking, I got off the bench and started undoing my pants. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> 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 and every woman right now is just cringing. Oh my God. And every guy is like what dying. Did, what and did she do when you... She, she, she had, was a really good supporter, but she laughed at everything like that. I have so many good... Oh, just wow. with her... Just with her were so many good stories. That is actually kind of crazy. That yeah. She, good for her. She sounds like a trooper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think she was one of the very few who could take one of these types of jokes, <laughs> especially. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, she had a good sense of humor. She definitely did. There's no question. Do you have any um, other cringeworthy dating stories? Well, I said one. I oh, got oh, it. Now, now it's my turn. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I did tell you this story, but I'll I'll say it for the for the podcast. Right. Um, I went on a 25 minute date. Ouch! Wow. <laughs> it was. I think it was 25 minutes from That's meeting him. That's not good for Shaduchim. It's not good for Shaduchim. It was 25 minutes from meeting him and sitting down and then me getting up and leaving. Wow. So it was, um, we actually lived near each other. So we just met on the corner of a block on the Upper West Side and mm. we walked to um, Patisse Bakery. It wasn't. Shout out to Patisse. It's it great. wasn't. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't um, too far from us. And. Um, he, we ordered whatever we ordered, coffee or whatever. We sat down and we were waiting for, for, um, for our food to come to the table. And he mm -hmm. asked me, a, he asked me a question and I kind of felt a little offended by the question. Mm. And I, and I, um, I basically kind of told him off a little bit. What, can we find out what the question was? Or? It, it was about... <laughs> I don't know why I was so offended, to be honest with you, but it was about um, the type of seminary I went to, mm -hmm. and he was like, kind of, I felt like he was um, challenging me a little bit about my seminary. What do you, challenging, what do you mean? Like, um, why I decided to go there, and then he also asked me why I didn't go to a Chabad seminary, and I was <laughs> like, I'm not Chabad, I don't know why I would do that, not, like, I, not that it's bad, but it, it's just not what 
I wanted out of seminary. Sure. And and this was like maybe a year ago or two years ago. So I was 30. <laughs> why I was we, out why of seminary for like, cares. <laughs> for like 10 years. That's also another problem with this. And um, after I kind of challenged him back, um, he was like, so how do you feel that this date is going? And I was like, it's been 15 minutes. I have no, like, I can't really answer that question. Nice. How does anybody know after 15 minutes how a date is going? And he was like, well, I don't think it's going so well. <laughs> what do you do for a living? And so he was, um, a physician as an assistant. Oh uh, yeah. So it sort of makes sense. It's gotta be one of those. I don't know. It was kind of off. And so I was like, okay, so if it's not, if it's like not going well for you, I'll just get up and leave. So Ouch. I got up and I left. What about your food? <laughs> it's fine. I didn't want to stay. Wait, so it sounded like you were done after 15 minutes. Well, it was 25 minutes. What a schmuck. What the hell's matter with these people? <laughs> I was like, so after I got up and I left, I called my friend and I was like, you have no idea what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going so well. <laughs> he was like, literally like, what? well, I don't think it's going well. And I was like, okay, well, why would I stay here and this waste must your have, time? This must have been a Why You Connects match. It wasn't. Oh, shocker. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually my mom's friend set us up. There it is. And, but Second guess. But it, it wasn't like a totally random situation. Mm. Like, I don't know. When he spoke, like, was he weird? Like, no. Or he just asked weird questions? He was asking, he was asking a little invasive questions, I would say, for the first date. Kind mm -hmm. of very personal questions. Um yeah i think he it sounded like he started learning how to speak to someone only 15 minutes before the date happened maybe so why do you think the date how it's going it's not going so well for me how's it going for you i know i had to text my mother what to say um, you know um it was it was very off-putting but that was a that was one of my stories that is pretty bad. And so the person that set you up, what happened afterwards? Did you? Well, I told her what had happened and he actually called this woman who set me up mm -hmm. to speak badly of me. Of course. And wow. she said, if you're going to speak badly about Sarah, I'm going to hang the phone up. That, you know, good for her. Did. And I appreciate that because I don't know what he could have said within 25 minutes. Yeah. I guess I was that bad of a date. No, you I don't weren't. Know. No, you weren't. It was him. <laughs> I don't know. No. Um, no. I wish him all the best. No, we don't. I, well, I, 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 don't I just know, wish that I he do. learns. He learns from his mistakes and he grows from it and can learn how to speak to another human being. Yes. How's it going? Is it going? Does he do that in job interviews also? It's I like have no idea. So, how's the job? Because this isn't going well on my end. You know, your company sucks. <laughs> Okay, I wonder if you got you the job. Do you have another story? I mean that that kind of story happened to me in you know in a similar way where okay. I I call these people the one word answer girls. These are the creme de la creme worst people to go out with ever. Mm. Um, why? You it's almost you know I would get more out of talking to a wall than I get talking to these people. They all happen to be lawyers. For whatever, like these corporate pieces of trash lawyer or whatever, not knocking them, but I am. But <laughs> you every, totally are. Every, every, I am. I am. Um, it, so it, what do you mean by one word? You'd ask them, you'd ask them like, oh, so how are you doing? How was your day? So Good. 
if I if some if a guy were to ask you that, what would you say? I'd probably say I had a really good day off. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. then there would be like a follow-up question, right? Yeah, for sure. With, with them, it's like... That's how conversation goes. Right. With you them, see how it flows. With them, it's a good... <laughs> One word answer. And just sit there, and I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as... as I, Most of the time, as the guy, I do feel like I have to, you know, uh, lead the conversation. Mm-hmm. But in this case, this was, I, I feel like I'm pretty good with conversation in general, mm -hmm. but in this case, this was brutal. This was just, oh my gosh. It's like. Like, what do you do for a living? I'm it, a lawyer. What do you do And then just stare at off? you. So. I work. Do you know, and so you know what I did? I, I got, I was so fed, I was so fed up. Mm -hmm. By the way, when I picked her up, she was already pissed off. You could tell right away. Oh. There were rumors that when I say rumor, this was through a friend of ours who set this up uh -huh. and I made the mistake of not, she apparently I was supposed to call her, but instead I texted her uh -huh. to set up the date and supposedly she was upset about that. So like she already, like, it sounded like she already was out of the date anyways. Like she, it was never going to oh. work to begin with. And so again, by the way, if you are a girl who's listening to this and that's the case, then just save the guy the time and just don't go out. Or maybe just communicate that and say, oh, I was expecting a phone call. I'm a little upset you texted. Which is which is totally good. That's why that's what makes you Sarah. I was going to say Sarah Levine, but Sarah Landisman. And it, because it, it's, un, you know, guys are guys. We mm -hmm. speak different languages. A hundred percent. For Especially for the first time, mm -hmm. for a girl to think that some, that you know, a guy does something that it's malicious or whatever mm -hmm. you, if you're not able to handle like something so simple like this and just communicate, as you said, communicate that, yeah. then it's not just the guy. No, it's also sure. you. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And I, I think there's a lot of that also, but that's not really I the mean, point. It just sounds a little passive aggressive. Like if she was upset, she shouldn't, she should have told you why and just not have brought it's it ridiculous. out on the first date. So, um, kind of upsetting this is so th because this isn't a video you can't get the whole reaction of what i do when there's a point where i'm just like this is going nowhere like i'm starting to get upset like like she clearly like checked out yeah i don't think she ever checked in from the beginning yeah so like we're talking but i, I want to be a mensch like i don't want to i'm not gonna get up after 15 minutes and say let's get let's go home Mm -hmm. Like, I'll try to drag it out. I, minimum an hour. Minimum an hour. Right. It's got to be an hour. trying to put in the effort. Right. So, at this point, it was like an hour. And I just, like, I carry this whole conversation. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm wiped out. Yeah. I've got nothing to say. Yeah. And so, what I do is I nod my head real slow. Yeah. And I squint my eyes. And then, randomly, I'll stick my tongue out just a little bit. <laughs> I make her feel as uncomfortable as humanly possible. Like, oh, you're such a jerk. This, I mean, it's, it's, a, I don't just. Where it, did you learn? Like, where did you I, come up with that? I don't remember. I was from some, it was definitely from TV somewhere. I don't remember a movie <laughs> or I'm, I can't remember where it's from. But every time I do it, it, it like I could just do it on you right now. <laughs> Max, it's you almost look like ridiculous. I know, <laughs> that's the point. But it gets a reaction that's totally worth it. I because it it was I felt it was really unfair yeah. for me to just completely bash the whole date. 
Yeah. Completely bash the whole date. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have to come to this. But if you were the person that I got out with, you would ask her immediately. So how do you feel the date's going? <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think it's ask. going well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, could you excuse me just to go to the bathroom? I just, I just need a breather. I'm just like, this yeah. is, I just need to go, I have to go on my phone and I just yeah. needed to rant a little bit. So I dropped her off fine. Um, and then the next day I hear she bashed me, you know, about this guy had nothing to say. I'm like, oh, it was really, it was me. Right. Oh, no. And so the person who set me up really backed me up and said, I know Max very well. The last thing anyone could ever say is he ran out of things to say. Yeah. Right. Um, but also you're like socially appropriate. Like, like if, if she's not saying anything, what would make you want to? You know, you're you're playing off her. What she's also you. This is a trying to, right, exactly. con, t- trying to have a conversation, and like if she's not going to talk, then like you're going to be like, okay, now what? hundred percent. Um, you know, you could be the greatest conversationalist in the world, but yeah, if the other you, person can't respond to you, then you know, unless you're like a mime and you can just you know talk as if you're talking to yourself. It's like, so how's everything? Everything was great. Yeah. Uh, and but you know it was it was brutal that i think brutal. that may have been the worst date i've ever gone out with mm. ever but i just find it humorous that you know in your case also that he kind of was bashing you about how you were xyz and in my case she was bashing me as far as you know he he was just all disheveled he just had nothing he didn't know what to say he had nothing to say i'm like pretty sure you're talking about yourself yeah maybe she was projecting a little bit oh for sure i did want to say um there there was this one guy another another date and um this one guy took me to talia's steakhouse on a first date and um this was actually through why you connect oh you know the highest echelon of matchmaking and um this woman actually had called me which you're not allowed to do she called me about her brother she said she saw my resume on why you connects and she's the connector on why you connects and um i agreed to go out with him i was being very open-minded at the time it was kind of like my year of yes i was just (laughs) saying yes to everybody i hear and um, he told me that he would meet me at Talia's Steakhouse. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He would pick me up. I wasn't on the Upper West Side at the time. And he would drive me to Talia's. And Wait, where were you if you weren't on the Upper West Side? Washington Heights. Oh, you lived there before? Yeah. Oh, well. And so he took me to Talia's. And I was thinking, like, this is actually a really nice steakhouse. And it's, like, kind of expensive for a first date. Mm-hmm. And um, we... I actually had said something. I said, this is actually really nice and I appreciate you taking me to Talia's like for a first date. Like it's, it's really, it's very fancy. And, and I, um, I just like, thank you so much. This was really nice. And he was like, well, of course, if, if I don't take you out on a first date to a nice place, there's no second date. Wow. Really? And I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) Did he realize you're from Pittsburgh? And he said, he was like, yeah, like if you don't take a girl out, like basically if you don't wine her and dine her and treat her like, like take her to a fancy place on the first date, sure. you're not guaranteed a second date. And I was like, what makes you think you're guaranteed a second date in general? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, oh, I never thought of that. I did not go out with him a second time. Ooh. <laughs> um, it kind of threw me off a lot. I, I hear. Um, did, you know, 
did it potentially come off as, you know, from a guy's perspective, maybe where, you know, he had that notion, which I could see, I could see how he got that. And it's not necessarily, he meant that he's guaranteed a second date, but the only way to get to a second date is meaning if, if he went to Starbucks in his mind, it sounded like he'll never get a second date. Uh, I'm not so sure, but maybe somebody told him that like you have to take her to a nice environment in order to guarantee a 95% chance, I guess, of having a second date. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was more about the quality of the date. Yeah. It's not like about like, um, I, if it's a, if it was a nice guy and, um, he, he, um, took me on a park bench somewhere and we had a really nice time. I would take that over a steak dinner. Totally. Um, yeah, this is where knowing your customer really applies. Like, if I know a girl's from Pittsburgh, everybody knows <laughs> what a Pittsburgh person is. I feel like I actually went out with a girl who didn't even know where Pittsburgh was. People think it's in New Jersey somewhere. <laughs> you got to be from Brooklyn or something. <laughs> yeah. like, like, no. A lot of people don't know where Come it is. Come on. Like, I mean... If you're a sports fan, you know Pittsburgh Steelers or whatever it is. I, I mean, don't know. come on, people. I know. Um, but you know that Pittsburgh Pittsburgh people are very down to earth. They're not into stuff. Like you know, a night out for them was like a frozen pizza yeah. <laughs> and like blockbuster. I didn't. I didn't grow up with fancy restaurants. That's for sure. But I'm also not that type of girl. Like I can't be bought. So definitely. Um, yeah, you only work with the t tip top. Of the Shad Khanum in the world. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. Shadokhan. Yeah. You know, it's very good for Shadokhan. It is. It's very good for Shadokhan. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to email us or if you have any, we're actually looking for resumes to read. So yeah, if anybody, <laughs> if anybody wants to send the resumes or review, you can send it to goodforshadokhan at gmail.com. It's G-O-O-D-F-O-R-S-H-I-D-D-U-C-H-I-M at gmail.com. Dang, that is a long email. We should just change it to <laughs> just three letters. It. But yeah. for now, that's what it is. But thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. Sounds good. And remember, everything will always be about Shadokim. Catch you in the next episode.